From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663, or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's episode, we're talking about doing the little things that matter in your marriage. And there's a quote from Coach John Wooden that says, it's the little details that are vital. Little things make big things happen. And if I yep. could add a little tag onto that, I would say, in your marriage. Little things make big things happen in your marriage. There you go. And that's what we're talking about in today's episode. But we start every One Extraordinary Marriage episode with a hug. And the reason that we do that is we love celebrating what you are doing in your lives. We love mm-hmm. celebrating how you're sharing One Extraordinary Marriage with your friends, how you're implementing strategies in your marriage and the breakthroughs that you're having. And this hug comes from an email that we received that said, I want to let you know how much I love and believe in your program. I work for the Department of Corrections in a small minimum security prison as a caseworker, mm. and I'm also in charge of the library. By the time the gentlemen come to our facility, they are close to being released. After I first discovered your book, The Six Pillars of Intimacy, I knew it was something I had to share with others. So I purchased a couple of copies for our library at work. I've had inmates come to me asking questions, so I would point them in the direction of your book. Wow. They would love your book so much and want to work through it with their significant other. They would have their significant others purchase the book so they could read through and work through it together. I just love seeing these men trying to build a better, stronger foundation with their loved ones before they are released. Oh, my goodness. Love it. This this is... Thank you. Thank you. You know, I just have to say, when, when this book was released... In November of 2021. And actually, I, guys, I'm the one that puts the hugs into the episode notes. Like, I already knew about this hug. And here I am, the one getting emotional because I didn't know mm-hmm. when those words went to paper how many lives would be impacted. And to hear that this book has found its way into the correction system in a library where men are working on their relationships before they are released. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like that ripple effect and the lives that are being changed because you all will have the courage to share six pillars of intimacy with a friend or with a coworker, or in this case, the prison system, the debt of gratitude, like they're just not, the thank you is so, it seems so small, but that's all I can say. Mm-hmm. When we get a hug like this, I, I, they're just no words. Yeah. I'm a little emotional. You are a little emotional, but that's okay because- Elisa and I truly believe that what we get to do behind these microphones isn't only about us. It's about you, the one family. And we'll keep saying that. Like, it's about you guys sharing, you guys reaching out, you guys saying, hey, listen to this episode. It may impact your marriage. By doing that, we'll impact a marriage every single day. We'll see lives change. We'll see households see joy in them again. We'll see families you know, generations of families shifted because of you. So thank you. One, I just realized how much that hug ties into today's episode. Mm. Because, you know, we're talking about doing the little things that matter. And it didn't even dawn on me until I got emotional there that that this person, this individual did one little thing. Yeah. They brought the six pillars of intimacy into an environment where somebody else could pick it up and read it. Mm. And it is the little things that matter. 
right? It, it's getting into this place. And, and prior to reading that hug and having this emotional moment, this episode was really prompted because I'd had a number of coaching sessions over the last few weeks that had centered around little things that are making big differences in all of these different marriages. And, okay. you know, we don't often get to see... The, <laughs> Let me back up. We often see just the big things, mm-hmm. right? People will post like, you know, we had a lot of people post about the Six Pillars in Paradise Cancun getaway. You know, the, you, people will post their big trips, their big vacations, their big date nights, like all the big stuff gets celebrated and, and promoted and social mediaized and all of these types of things. The little things, not so much. But the reality is, is you can only go, I mean, right now we only schedule one Six Pillars getaway a year. Mm-hmm. So you can only do that once a year. And it was five days. So what do you do in the other 360 days? Right? That's, that's what this episode is about because we want to get into this place of saying, okay, what, is, what do the little things look like in your marriage? Are you aware? Like, can you see the little things that your spouse is doing that, that are making a difference? I, I had a conversation with a wife the other day and she was talking to me about like how she is consciously making an effort not to be talking about all the negative things in her marriage, but to be looking for the positive things and how like that one choice, she's, you know, she refers to her husband as her love bug. And, and it was just this like super cute moment because she's just like, I'm seeing more things, Elisa. Like I'm choosing not to talk about the negative and I'm choosing to talk about the, the positive. And, and I will tell you, little things will go one way or another. Like you can have a lot of little things that will tear down your marriage. Straight up. The little foxes. The little foxes. Just snapping everybody's heels. This episode is really focused on being mindful and being actionable around the little things that are going to build connection that are going to allow the two of you to say, hey, we're getting consistent in the little things in our marriage. We're getting consistent in the things that that are meaningful. Mm-hmm. And that's a really important word, people, that are meaningful to my spouse. Not the little things I think I should be doing. Because <laughs> let me tell you, you can have a list a mile long of all the things that you think are important. But if it's not hitting the heart space in your spouse, you're doing a lot of work that isn't having creating connection, that isn't building your six pillars of intimacy across your marriage to say, oh, we're being connected. I mean, like, like I think of the little things that happen in our marriage, right? You know, it's when I'm out and, you know, if I'm out in the morning and I know that Tony hasn't had his McDonald's iced tea, I will, you know, I, I will call and I'm like, hey, do you want me to, pick? I will either call or I will just pick it up. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, and it's a and it's a big thing. It's that little thing that's a big thing because then it means I don't have to go run out and get it because she's already out. And it's a thoughtful gesture. It's her just going, oh, and and yes, people make fun of me. I love my large, unsweet McDonald's. Can, can I tell tea. you how well people know him? We were speaking at an event. Uh, we had the privilege to speak at Awaken University uh, here in San Diego this past week, and the host knows him so well that actually made sure that he had McDonald's iced tea to drink, uh, like while we were on stage. They yes. put it in a, in a non-McDonald's cup, so it wouldn't take away from the aesthetic, which I love. But like, like people know that about Tony, and so even that gesture coming from somebody else, yeah, just like made him feel so loved. Yeah, it was it was great. And the reason I do, just so everybody knows, it's because it is consistent no matter where you go. Unless the water is somewhere doesn't taste right, then it can be a little different. But that's why I love it. I just want to remind all of us what intimacy is. Mm-hmm. Because we talk about the six pillars of intimacy. Elisa has said, said it a number of times here already. The intimacy is closeness and connection. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. 
It's not just sex. It's not just sexual intimacy, although that is one of the intimacies. Intimacy, when you think about it around the little things that matter, it's how are we getting close and connected? Mm. Yeah, and and it's just, I I love that you paused on that because it's important to have that reminder and it's important to Mm -hmm. start thinking as we're going through this episode, like, like what are the little things that are meaningful? You know, Tony will show up randomly with flowers. It's not like it's an every Friday thing. It's not like it's, you know, once a month on the first month, the first day of the month or whatever, just randomly flowers will appear in our kitchen. It happened a little bit more when, you know, like pre-pandemic, I will just say this. So this might oh, be, uh, just be a little it, reminder. I think she's just sharing this with me, which is, it was which just is a fine. Moment. It was just, just like, it just dawned Remind me. me what I need to do, for, what, what some of those little things I need to still do. Well, because pan, you know, when the pandemic started, mm-hmm. that was right after you'd sold your other business. So you ha- you've been home, like yes. you don't drive past the flower shop that you, it just hit me. Yes. Like you don't drive past that flower shop, which is why I probably haven't seen flowers as much in yes. the last couple of years. Because I'm just, that, that flower shop is in Encinitas. Yeah. You don't drive to Encinitas. Anyway, and that's not like, this isn't like I've been pining for flowers and just connecting the dots here. But, but it was those little things where, you know, when he was, you know, doing his mobile dent repair business, he'd be out and about and like randomly flowers would come home with him. You know, like they pop in the car and it's just those little things that, oh, it just puts a smile on my face. Like the fact that he knows that, you know, I am all about sunflowers. I love yellows and oranges in my bouquets. It's a really big deal to me. And I am a mother to a daughter who is all about roses. Mm -hmm. So, Tony knows, you know, when you talk about little things and, and the people in your lives, Tony knows bring yellows and oranges and sunflowers home for Elisa on, you know, a couple of key dates during the year, Abby gets roses. It's all good. It's knowing someone so well that you can step into this place. Yeah. And I just want to say something about flowers. We did an episode, episode 658, what you should know about giving flowers. I love this episode because it, it, it sounds like, oh, it's only about giving flowers, but it took a, it took a little turn in the episode about the colors uh-huh. of flowers and what they mean and everything. So if you haven't taken a listen to that, um, go do it. I'll also have a link here in the episode notes for you guys. I, I want to share with you all too, as we're talking about this, why the little things matter. And it was really significant to both Tony and I, we put a, a question up on Instagram, like we always do um, as we're prepared, not always, but often do when we're preparing for an episode. And uh, we asked the question, why are the little things that your spouse does why are they important to you and i I want you to hear the emotions in this Um, some of the comments were means my spouse is thinking of me it's exactly what tony said in regards to to me bringing home an iced tea Mm -hmm. it shows respect by not always leaving things for me to do so whether that's household chores or errands or whatever it might be it demonstrates that my spouse understands what's important and i would put in parentheses meaningful to me Mm mm-hmm It makes for one less thing that I have to do and makes my life easier. Okay. If you can do things, if you have the the capability to do things that are going to make your spouse's life easier, I was telling this to a couple the other day, the less mental or physical energy that your spouse has to extend to all of the other things that they have to do means that they have more of that energy to give to you and all of the intimacies. Mm -hmm. Just going to float that out there. Means my spouse cares about my happiness. It means my spouse wants to share things with me. It gives me a break from having to do it all. It means that my spouse pays attention to the things that matter to me. Mm. Like you hear those statements and, and you realize 
if you can get consistent, like this was my revelation, if we can get consistent about doing the things that are the, the little things that are meaningful to our spouses, we start to be able to communicate our care, our love, our thoughtfulness, consideration, attention that our spouse is a priority. Mm, yep. What shifts in your marriage when those emotions, care, love, thoughtfulness, consider like when those start being kind of the flood, the, the under the overwhelming, you know, sense of what's going on in the marriage, like big things shift when someone feels those emotions, the, the connection that starts to happen when you're like, Oh, okay. Like he or she will bring me a, an iced tea or they, they remember flowers and they know my favorite candy bar or they will like, I can count on them to always like, if they see that there's dirty clothes, they're just going to pick up the laundry basket and, and throw clothes in the wash so that I don't have to think about it. Right. Like that connectedness in the marriage that I am seen, I am known, I am cared for mountains move when those emotions are present in a marriage when a couple, when both spouses are feeling that and it's like, oh, we're in this together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I love all of this for the purpose of, you know, we have to do these little things each and every day, week, month, because as Elisa said, as we started this episode, if we're just going from mountaintop to mountaintop, from summit to summit, there's a lot that's in between those. Mm -hmm. Like, I think about that when I hiked the Pacific Crest Trail. I didn't go from pass to pass in the in the high Sierras and the high, um, yeah, the high Sierras in, in the mountains. Yeah, in the Sierra Nevadas. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm trying to I'm trying to remember the mountain <laughs> like, range over there. Yeah, and we we would hike through the valleys to get to the pass, and these passes were anywhere from like ten thousand odd feet up to the highest pass. I think we went over was like thirteen thousand something feet, but I didn't. I didn't jump from one pass to the next to the next. You had to go through the journey. Mm -hmm. And I think the little moments are are like seeing the flowers along the side of the road mm -hmm. or along the side of the trail. It's it's being appreciative when your spouse does bring maybe that nice iced tea home and just being like, hey, thank you so much. It, it's It's appreciating that as well because a lot of times we just, and I've done this before myself, don't get me wrong, where Elisa is doing one of those little things. And I just brush it aside. It's like, well, she should be doing that. She, you know, she's my wife. Mm. And yet when we take that attitude, we push aside appreciation. We push aside the thoughtfulness that our spouse took the care, the love that they took to make sure that in this case, Elisa took to make sure she was showing me how much she loved me and what she was doing and willing to do to make our marriage extraordinary. And I know some of you are thinking right now, and I know this because I've heard this in coaching sessions, so I'm pretty sure if coaching clients will say it, you guys might be thinking it too. But Elisa, you don't know how busy we are. Mm -hmm. You don't know how, like time is, a, uh, time is a precious commodity. True for everyone that listens to this podcast. Everyone has full lives. But I'll tell you what I tell my coaching clients. If you're so busy that you think you don't have time to do the little things, then you are so busy that you have to make time to do the little things. You have to choose to make the time because you, you will be so busy that you won't make time for your marriage. And the little things are that demonstration. And so we want to talk about what specifically are those little things, those actions that you can get some ideas around after this break. 
Did you know the average couple waits six years to get help from challenges in their marriage? That's six years of struggling and feeling like something is off, of wondering why you can't seem to change things. Stop waiting. At One Extraordinary Marriage, we offer marriage coaching with Elisa. Elisa coaches couples just like you wanting more in their marriage. Here's what one husband had to say. We were at the point of changing our behavior or going our separate ways. My wife suggested marriage coaching, but I was skeptical. I didn't need to be skeptical. Elisa helped us get to the core of our issues and gave us the tools we needed to have an awesome marriage. Now, our marriage is stronger than ever. Our communication is better. Our finances are transparent. We discovered date nights again, and our sex life is wow. If you think marriage coaching isn't for you, I promise that if you are committed to making a change, that is exactly the road you should take. Apply for coaching at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash coaching. Don't wait six years. Go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash coaching. We're back. And we're talking about the little actions that make a difference in your marriage. And, you know, there were two very specific actions that really did prompt this episode. And one was a husband who, even though he works like the night, either the second shift or the third shift, he was going to get up and make breakfast the wow. next morning for his wife and his daughters before they left for the day. And I was like, oh. Okay. And, and then there was another uh, conversation that I had where a husband also, they work different shifts and he has literally planted love notes all around their house. And so she randomly finds these love notes sometimes when he's home, sometimes when he's not, but it's just this little like, oh, he was thinking of me. Yeah. And, and it really came to this place of going, okay, well, well, what are the other little things that couples in the one family are doing? I remember there was a season in our life. The balloon. Yes. We had a little Mylar balloon and it was this fun way that Elisa and I were doing the little things. Like it was, it was a way for us to show that we cared for one another. And so if I had it first, what I would do is hide it somewhere, somewhere where that Elisa would eventually find it. And then when she found it, it was just, I, I don't know. What was that feeling you'd. It, it was just like, Oh, yeah. I mean, it was always just kind of like, Oh. Okay, I found it. Like, it, like, it's just a demonstration of love, of it, connection. And then she would hide it for me, and and I would find it. And it was the same thing. It was, you you think like, oh my gosh, it's just a mylar balloon, and we wouldn't even talk about it or anything. But it was the, it was almost like the sense of like, oh, I found it, and she was thinking about me because of where she put it. Like, mm -hmm. I still remember one time it was like in my one of my cycling shoes. Oh yes. And so just like I was putting my foot in my cycling shit, I'm like, what is this thing? And I pull it out, and, you know, and I'm getting up at five, six o'clock in the morning, go right. And I'm finding, it, I'm like, oh, that was, a, that was a good one. And yeah. then, but even something as simple as that could make a world of difference in how you are seeing one another. Mm -hmm. And we did this when we had, our kids were, were young. Well, it's all the way up until like, I, I haven't seen it since we moved to this house. <laughs> like I, I think it, maybe it didn't make the move is it, what it I'm probably thinking. made the move but it's probably in a box right <laughs> it now. may still be in a box because like, that's what I was saying I'm like I know we had it in the last house but I haven't seen it in this house in this house yeah. so and it's possible that it did get packed really well in a box that maybe we or, did, or did get donated with something yeah anyway here's what here's what's happening in the one family in terms of the the little thing the little actions that are meaningful to you all and I want to say one thing before I start sharing these ideas with you. These are done by both husbands and wives. Little actions aren't, they aren't gender specific. They aren't done, you know, it should only go one way or the other. Little actions, mm -hmm. I mean, marriage is a give and take relationship. You should do both, give and take. 
So ideas like clean the kitchen. Uh, how, how does that become the first one? I, it was just the first response that was in there. <laughs> I literally just go through the responses. No, no, and no. Was the first I, one I, I understand. I saw that though. And I'm like, how did that one make the top of the I list? I literally just go straight down. Okay. It brings me coffee from town. Mm-hmm. I love this because I, I know I have a lot of clients who, you know, might live in smaller towns and things like that or, or out of town. And so this idea, like, I love the intentionality behind that. Like, mm-hmm. you're so busy, but you're going to make that extra stop to get coffee in town and then bring it home. Yep. Turns on the heater in the bathroom in the morning. All my cold weather people, like, I hear you. That, like, that is love. Mm-hmm. Uh, leaves me sweet notes in my lunchbox. That's a, those little notes... The power of your words, incredibly significant. Helps trim my beard. I, I would think that's a guy. Well, yeah. I mean, the wife is helping. And, and I get that because having had a beard, like every, I don't know, three, four months, I'll, I'll go to the barber just to get it really cleaned up. But yeah, there's always these places where it's hard to, like, did I get that right? So totally, totally get that. Rubs my back at night, mm-hmm. cuts my toenails. Little things. In, and I'm going to just say something like that. I don't think Elise would want me to touch her feet like that. Because I don't like having my feet touched. Exactly. I, but you got to know your spouse. Th- that's why I'm bringing this up. You know, for some of you, like, that's like, oh my gosh, that's like spot on for others. It's like, no way. Like, that's not one I would do for Elisa. Rub my back at night. Absolutely love it. She'd love it. Morning walks to talk without the kids. Walk and talks a wonderful way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kisses me every morning before he leaves for work. Yeah. Writes on a side of the writes on my side of the mirror with a dry erase marker. Mm-hmm. I loved that one. I was like, oh, yep. that could be a lot of fun. Like, what are those love messages? And side note, just because we were talking with some friends the other day, that you, you can put those kinds of things up. It will keep your kids out of your bathroom if you are being really <laughs> romantic and flirty. Apparently, like these are good like kid repellents for your personal space if you write love notes to each other. That, <laughs> so I'm just I'm just floating that out there. If you need a little more personal space from your kids, that's great. Put the put the sappy love notes on the mirror. Send sends me compliments or encouragements, especially when there's something big going on at work. Mm, that goes back to knowing what's going on in your spouse's life. Makes dinner decisions so I don't have to. Okay. Decision fatigue is a real thing. Sometimes somebody just needs to take the lead, make a decision, and make it easier for everybody. Mm-hmm. Fills my gas tank and washes my car on Sunday so it's ready for the week. That's a, That one, and so every once in a while I can actually identify like and I I know this couple. Okay. This is um because I recognize Instagram handles. And uh this is something that they've done that he's done for years. And like the smile it puts on her face it just like it's it's not I mean even though it could be seen as being really routine, it's not because she knows it's his way of saying, "Hey babe, I love you and I want to make sure everything's good for you to start the week." Mm-hmm. So, super fun there. Sex Always gets me there first, then enjoys his. That kind of goes back to the book, She Comes First. Yes. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blows a kiss slash wink across the room. I mean, that's a that truly is one of those little things that maybe nobody else will ever see, mm-hmm. right? A lot of these things. That's, that's the other thing as I read over this list, Elisa, is nobody sees these. These aren't Instagram posts. These are about us. Mm-hmm. These are about you and me. And who cares about everybody else Mm -hmm. that, you know, takes a baby in the morning so I can sleep, you know? Yeah, I guess you can post about that, but why? Like, this is about us. You're sleeping. You're not posting about it. (laughs) Yeah, like, great. My my husband took the kid. I mean, you could 
take a picture with him, but a lot of these, I'm just, I'm just looking at them and I'm going the intentionality mm-hmm. of just making sure that these are about us. Like what happens if we go back to a place in time where it didn't matter what everybody else saw about our marriages, where it wasn't about the posts and the likes and the comments and the, you know, heart emojis and all that kind of stuff. And we just went back to what are the little things that matter to us that we can do consistently that will be the glue that holds us together when, when we're really good and the glue that holds us together when life throws a few curveballs. Cause I know you know, some of these, like I said, I recognize Instagram handles. A lot of you comment regularly. And so that's helpful. And I know some of the stories behind these. And I know that there are storms that marriages have been through in all of these comments. Mm-hmm. And I know that it's the little things that keep a couple together when you can't do a big thing because there's a storm. Yeah. And the last one, I, I think this is just a wonderful one. Quick, I love you texts throughout the day. And that I, I'm sure it could be a text message. It could, probably could be a quick phone call. It could probably be a, a voice message. But it is those quick and maybe even lingering, I love you. Mm-hmm. Tony and I work probably, what, 25, 50 feet from each other, upstairs to downstairs? Sure. Actually, I don't, know. I, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm guessing. Second floor. As, as the crow flies, yeah. sure. If we went right through the floor. First floor to second. Well, if we weren't right through the floor, it's probably 12 feet. Okay. 15, 20 <laughs> feet. Anyway, we, we work close together in our home. And uh, we still send these kinds of texts. Mm-hmm. In our home, while we're both working, close enough that, like, literally, I could open up my office door and yell it. Or he could yell up or whatever. We still send those messages. Because that's a little thing that matters in our marriage. And, and you know, the truth is maybe you don't know right now what's meaningful to your spouse. Maybe it's been a while since the two of you have had a conversation. Maybe you've been married for a really long time and, and you know, maybe there were things that happened, you know, 20, 30 years ago. And you're like, I don't know if that still is, I don't know if that's still a thing. I want to encourage you this week. We want to encourage you this week. Have a conversation, right? It, it, even as we're preparing for this episode, Tony's like, well, what would that look like? And I said, the reality is I put a lot of these questions in the Six Pillars of Intimacy workbook Yeah, to, to actually, you know, kind of pull it out of the chapters of the book to, to find out what was memorable in the past and what are the interests that you have and what would that look like for the two of you. So if you've not explored that, if you've never had the conversation, maybe it's been years since you've had a conversation about what are the little things that matter to you? And, and, and be really mindful of your tone of voice when you ask the question. Don't come across as snarky. Come across as caring loving, like you want to make your spouse a priority and let them know it and and have those questions. If you've got this Explorers of Intimacy book, write it in the margins. Mm -hmm. I'm super happy when I see books that are all like people have written all over my book. That's awesome because it means you're using it. Write it in, in the workbook, but make it happen this week so that the two of you know what the little things are that matter so that you can do them. Yeah, it's, it's a great reminder. Let's have those amazing getaway experiences like we and 24 other couples did in Cancun earlier this month. Let's have those experiences. And yet, let's make sure that we are out there and doing the little things each day, each week, each month that truly allows us to have the intimacy 
we desire in our marriage, that closeness and connection. You guys have yourselves a fantastic week. We're excited to hear about the little things that you're going to do or maybe that you've been doing. Share it. We'd love to read your hug here on one of our One Extraordinary Marriage episodes. You guys have yourselves a fantastic week. We'll catch you next week. Love you guys.